Hello everyone. It's a fine Super Bowl Sunday. Every now and then, I don't know if it's like during watching football games or what it is, maybe having a, a beer or two more than I should have, I get into crippling spirals of self-reflection. And, um, you know, we, we talk an awful lot about good vibes on this show, but we also yell a ton about the news. So I want to ask, are we vibes alchemists taking those bad vibes and pushing them back out as good vibes? Or are we actually not realizing it being vibes vampires mm. no i see i think i think we're vibe plants vibe you know, like plants plants and that like we breathe in the bad vibe co2 <laughs> and we give oxygen to all the listeners is that right if you could be a plant would you be is there like a kind of plant you'd be a venus flytrap pineapple pineapple i think i'd like something like a what's something with like a lot of like a vines a lot of vines. You like so, vines because they're they're like mad invasive, right? You know, you'd be like the ivy at Wrigley Field. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, dude! I didn't even realize I was. Yeah, I was so invasive. All right, no, not a Venus fly plant. I think I'd be some kind of fruit or vegetable. Oh, a tomato plant. Maybe I, tomato, I might be a okay. corpse flower. Oh, corpse that's disgusting. Flower. Are those the gross ones that stink? That's yeah, right. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that they have one at the botanical gardens. Oh yeah. Oh, it does stink. It's so, so gross. So, like, does that plant put out good or bad vibes? I don't know, because it's beautiful. Yeah. It There's smells an ecosystem. like hell. There's an ecosystem right. for everything. So, so just like you. Right, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's beautiful, but smells like hell. <laughs> Cut to episode. <laughs> right. Welcome back to The Square. We got... Durian, Jim. Durian, Jim. We've got... What's Durian. It's a, it's a beautiful fruit that smells like hell. Oh, got it. Yeah, it tastes, it tastes real weird. People like durian. I, I thought it was a Magic the Gathering thing. <laughs> no, it's... No. It, people like durian. I've had durian. It's weird because like it's tough to separate the flavor and the smell because like the, those senses work together. What about that fruit that like if you cut it wrong, it, it's poison? Oh. Uh, Isn't it a fish? There, there, there's both. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Cherimoya. Uh, I once had a friend bring over to my house. Fuck. For yeah. like a cooking contest, mm-hmm. and they had to use it like we were doing like a home version of chopped. So they got it in the like coin flip that they had to use it, and I was like, "You you know how to use cherimoya, right?" And he was like, "No, I, I have no idea what this is. I just it was just a random fruit that I brought, and I thought it'd be tough to use." And I was like, "We have to be careful because the seeds are incredibly lethally poisonous." <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> wow. And I'm Snake, and you're Snake, and I am your. Uh, <clears throat> quirked up brown boy goaded with the sauce mm-hmm. re that's me baby whoa that's right is that your nickname no that's just that's just who i am oh i oh, right. I, I thought because you were talking about fit we were gonna call you fugu from now on N- no <laughs> i guess i'm not the only quirked up brown boy aj is kind of a quirked up brown boy too he's oh. definitely goaded with the sauce we love aj yeah. we do love aj We'll have AJ on soon, of course. Yeah, 420 Again, special. 420 special coming up soon. We got to book him. But for now... He's booked, baby. He's booked. We, we love him. We love him. Folks, you'll love him, too, if you haven't listened to last year's 420 episode. But on this Super Bowl Sunday is when we are recording. Um, you know, we're having a very back-to-the-future thing. We know who's going to win the Super Bowl. It's going to be... Insert team here. Right. So if you're happy about it, I'm happy about it. If you're mad about it... I'm mad about it too. Mm-hmm. We we don't want you to be upset, especially if you gambled a bunch, especially if with the legalized gambling. I'm hoping for my boy Joe Burrow because he's a working class hero, baby. Shasty Joe, Joe's Shasty. Yeah, yeah. 
Joe Burr. I'd rather I'd rather support Joe Burrow from Athens, Ohio, than Matt Stafford from Highland Park, Dallas, <laughs> Texas. Yeah, fuck, fuck him. And of course, this week we have a very special guest joining us in the Snake Pit from Buffalo Eats. We got Mark Goodwin in the house. Oh, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. What's up, fam? Yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna yell at you later about that damn poll. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't him. Well. <laughs> We'll talk about it's the it. the people of this area. We'll get there. We'll, oh, yeah. we'll get there. Talk about hot dogs. We'll talk about, <laughs> we'll, oh, we'll talk, we'll talk about hot dogs. Oh, yeah, believe yeah, yeah, yeah. me. Yeah. Um, we'll also talk, this episode's coming out after Valentine's Day, but it is our 69th episode. It's very special, <laughs> very for, special. for the memes. Snake was very excited for this to be our 69th episode. I'm moderately excited. He's very excited. So <laughs> Valentine's will already have come and gone. Um, so we can talk I, about. I think the 69 thing has jumped the shark. Yeah. I'll just yeah. put that out. Well, well. <laughs> But we'll talk I, about how do you do it? <laughs> Great start. Great start. Great start. I got nothing. Um, but before we before we dive into it, a couple things here. First off, uh, we had a little promote. Speaking of Valentine's Day, we had a, a promotion going on here for Jim to take one of our our valued listeners who had like the the wittiest or funniest reply on Twitter on a Valentine's Day date, which will have happened on this Monday coming up. Uh, and the winner, Jim, is? It's uh, Twitter's own Tara Sullivan. Tara, yes. Big friend of the pod. She was notably a uh, voice actor on our Christmas special. Yep. She played She played Jim's mom, and now she gets to go on a Valentine's <laughs> Day date with Jim. And, and she refused to hold my hand the yes, entire time. Yes, yes. <laughs> right. So we are going to go to the Lennox where... No, they. They don't do the $69 deal anymore, Mark. Oh, I know. Damn. It, it, was like the, I, it was like the funniest thing in the world. I know the supply chain, the price of food has gone up. $69. Come on. Right. Yeah, so I think it was $69 for a two-person meal, and now it's $47 for a one-person meal, right? Something like that. Mm-hmm. That doesn't... What's the math there? <laughs> I don't know, but I know... I can't like, make any fun jokes about 47. <laughs> in like 10 years, it'll be 69 again. So. 69 per person? Per person. In per person. Yeah, I don't know yeah. what sex thing 47 would be, but it'd be really weird. <laughs> I'm excited to find out. Yeah, there's only one way to find out, I guess. <laughs> uh, so thank you. Thank, thank you for everybody who participated and had funny replies. Also, the, uh, the, the PBS section where we beg you for money. Uh, well, first off, you could... Join us on Discord. The link is still out there on Twitter and Instagram. I believe our Discord is popping. The folks are always throwing fun memes in or uh, letting us know about shit going on. And I love it, man. I love the Discord community. What about you, Jim? Yeah, it's 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 great. I uh, I wasn't feeling well earlier this week, so I slept in till like two o'clock in the afternoon, and I missed like, just it seemed like months of dialogue. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man, it's always popping. I'll also throw in there sometimes, like, "Hey, I'm going for a beer." <laughs> if anybody wants to join, you guys probably all think I'm like alcohol, an alcoholic and degenerate. Which, well, <laughs> the shoe, the shoe fits. <laughs> right. But uh, no, we do, we do love the Discord community. We also love our Patreon subscriber community. Uh, we had two new Patreon subscribers this past week, and God love you, like. Fuck yeah! Thank you so much we for yep. helping us hang out, get our lovely guests like Mark some beer and some wings, <laughs> which we're gonna enjoy some wings after uh, we're done recording. So ready, and it's all thanks to listeners like you. So thank you. Please, if you if you like what you're hearing, please continue to support us on Patreon. Um, we current perks are you know we drop the episodes early uh, for Patreon subscribers. We're also interested in 
coming up with new stuff. We want to meet you where you are and, and give you all that sweet, sweet content that you love from us. <laughs> anyway, all right, I'm done begging for money. Fund our alcoholism. Yes, fund our... <laughs> please fund our alcoholism. Our Hayburner fund. Please right. fund our Hayburner yeah. fund. Right, We. I really want to get that new collaborative beer that Community Beer Works came out with this week with Mr. Sizzles. Oh, that's right. The chocolate Ooh. malted stout. Oh, it sounds, so sounds great. Good. That yeah. sounds really good. Damn, I didn't know that was a thing. And I love both those places. <laughs> Shit. I see you guys training community beer works too. I love uh, Good Neighbor. Is that is that, that one? Uh, we got it in there. Oh, that one's yeah. that one's like I randomly just picked it up at the corner store or something. And They've got the twelve pack variety pack and it's perfect. Ooh, I have never perfect. tried that. It's got, got the well, to. the IPA, the good neighbor. It's <sighs> nice. And the let's go pills. That's good. It's perfect. I want to um, see more local places doing that too. Yeah. Like I don't think Big Ditch does that, but I would love that because yep. I'm just so I'm a I'm a slave to Hayburner, honestly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's good, it's good. I was over at um, CBW on Friday night, and I had uh, I like the Buffalo Oasis. I don't know mm-hmm. if they, I don't know if they have any cans, but they have it on tap there. Very good, good shit. Anyway, I was actually over at CBW. I was maskless, Jim. I was maskless, not because I'm a jerk. I'm you could think I'm a jerk, right. I guess, but, but not because of that. Not because of that. <laughs> not this time. Not this time. No. The mask mandate has been expired. Uh, they let it the, expire? The state expired, and the county said, yeah, fuck it. Yeah. Not for schools, but just for right. regular indoor right. So right. activity. Now, not- notably, notably, the CDC still recommends a mask. Uh, the guidance is, you know, for masking in, in public yeah, areas. And, and, and who? The World Health Organization is like, all these countries that are like, hey, I guess we can lift regulations now. Omicron or Omicron is, is reducing, and they're like, this is just how we got Omicron. Like, this is just how we get variants. Is you guys too soon? Too too soon? Don't do it. Don't do it. What's? I, I can't even think of another Greek letter. The, the sigma <laughs> variant, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, ligma. Ligma, yes. yes. Ligma. You're getting the ligma variant. I'm sorry. I'll leave. No, no, please. We need more of that. I don't want to say there's a tempest in a teapot here, but I, I do feel like there's a, a sizable amount of people who are, are still upset at businesses who are not requiring mask mask mandates now. Or like basically that even though the state mask mandate has expired, now businesses are like, yeah, all right, uh, we're going to do what the state does. And people are still upset about that. Mark, you're you're our man on the street and, and going to food and and go into bars like what are you feeling brother like so like i agree to your point um we might like it obviously could be too soon um but i just feel bad like i so at the beginning of the pandemic i was just working in a liquor store and so i dealt with you know people who wouldn't wear masks and especially when it was like really really bad um it's just exhausting for the workers to like enforce something for the government so like if they want to let it go it's not a law anymore i guess so like i I support them because the workers are just tired and like i'm sure it's exhausting um but then i did see like i won't name them specifically or anything but i saw another like local instagram um person talk about like they're gonna start making lists of the company of the businesses that like we're gonna lift their mask mandates i'm like that's a little extreme like i mean come on what what are we doing it's like (laughs) yeah i mean i definitely have always felt bad for like the poor workers have to enforce that look i uh when i was in college i mentioned on the show a couple of times i worked at a gas station Mm -hmm. as a convenience store clerk and there were times like we had the no shoes no shirt no service (laughs) sign and there were times people came in without a shirt on or without shoes and i was like Whatever it's eight seventeen. Yeah, like just, exactly. Like I don't. I'm, care. I'm not like, a security guard. Like right, I yeah, was getting yeah. paid thirteen dollars an hour to stock a shelf. Like 
I would love I and I would tell people to put the mask on and stuff, but like after a while, it was just tiring. <laughs> I don't like getting yelled at by random people. <laughs> right. Like the only thing that I ever when I was working that minimum wage job that treated me like garbage, the only thing I ever like stood my ground on was not selling alcohol or tobacco to mm-hmm. minors because I could yep. get in trouble for that. Yes. But if somebody wants to come in drunk on the 4th of July, (laughs) sunburnt with no shirt on and barefoot to the gas station I'm working at, I don't like I will sell you cigarettes. I don't care. It's just not worth the fight. Like in that terms. for sure. Also, also much to probably very many people's chagrin. We do still live in a capitalist society where you might go to a bar and they're telling you uh, you got to wear a mask and you know the bar next door is going to be maskless. And you might just say, well, fuck that. I'm not. You know, I want to be at a bar. The state has let their mandate expire, so I'm not going to go to this bar. And and what do you tell that business owner? You know, like, I get it, but at the same time, the state of New York is like, well, fuck it. We're doing this now. We're going live. So, mm-hmm. right. And Buffalo, while we're, you know, a mid-sized city, like, large city for Europe, uh, but we're just, we're not big enough. Like, one or two bars could be like, no, we're the mask bars. Mm-hmm. And if you want to be like super safe about COVID, but you still want to go out, we're the ones. But there's just not enough market share for like twelve places to be like that. Yeah, true. There's a market for it, definitely. Right. Um, like I remember when Good Bar was the first one they announced that they were going to do the vaccine only, mm-hmm. like right before Christmas or Thanksgiving, because um, that's when the mask mandate came back. And like I was like, oh shit! Like everyone was going to Good Bar for a bit just because I I don't know it was cool. But yeah, then but, everyone did it. Right. But like you know. There, I think there's probably room for one to three bars mm-hmm. to do that. And then after that, like, it gets so diluted that none of them would make money. That's fair. Well, also related to this, too, is Kathy Hochul. Uh, I'm jumping around on her little whiteboard a little bit. But Kathy Hochul coming out again saying how much she wants people. Oh, back in the fucking back office. in the office, oh, fam. She's going to cut us a little slack. Yeah, she's going to cut us some slack well, you for know, a little bit longer. That's so she's gracious got, of her. She's got ties to Delaware North, who I think is heavily invested on people going downtown oh, and using and, cafeterias. And, well, and I'm sure we could... Business lunches. If we talked to Robcat, you know, when we did our financials, we didn't go deep into hers. Mm-hmm. But she got lots of money from real estate developers and yeah. landlords. And, you know, like, yeah. yeah, she got money from... Delaware North and Buffalo, but that doesn't compare anything to the millions of dollars she got from New York City sure. landlords. Yeah, and again, it's one of those things where it's like you want to be safe. I, I fuck. I don't. I, I don't have the answer. I I would hope that Kathy Hochul has more of the answer than me, but I certainly don't have the answer. I, I I'm not rushing to go back in to a physical office being around people. Look, they're already pretty gross. Just like schools. They're just like a basically offices are like adult daycares where people are sick and sneezing and coughing all the time anyway. Especially all the open office space we have right now. Mm -hmm. It's just germ factory. Total germ factory anyway. But, you know, at the same time, like, I do miss being around people, man. Mm-hmm. Like I fucking like being around. I'm I'm a yeah. I'm a weirdo. I'm a sicko. I'm a freak. I'm also not a parent. I don't have kids, mm-hmm. and I don't have to worry about daycare. True, but I miss being around people. I, yeah, I think the hybrid model is like so so perfect. Like I I work fully remote. My job is based on New York City, but I same thing. I miss people. Like I miss me and my roommate all day in our right. apartment, who also <laughs> works from home, and we're just like driving each other nuts. But yep. yeah, I don't know. There's there's an element. There's a social element to it. But then it's also so nice. Like. When it's fucking snowing outside at 8 a.m. and I don't have to brush out my car and drive oh, 10 yeah, minutes to dude. work or whatever. Like, that's beautiful. That That is perfect. <laughs> so we're going back. I, I predict it's going to be sooner rather than later, unless, unless the, the Ligma variant does hit us. Right. <laughs> which, which it just might. Oh, it might. For Valentine's Day. 
for Valentine's Day. <laughs> well, piv- pivoting from the Ligma variant to a to a real upper of a, a, a stat here, Jim. We've got we've got some OPA, opioid crisis statistics out here. Yeah, for something that we've been trying to deal with for a decade, it doesn't we're not seem to be doing a very good job of it. Not so good. What was released this week, and there was an article out in the paper, I think, about it, and the Erie County released some stats that over the last 10 years, instead of going down, the number of opiate de- deaths has actually increased. Yeah. And mm. my actual first point was all these fuckers who are out there criticizing Dr. Burstein for overtime money during a fucking health pandemic is such a nonsense thing to criticize her about. She was sworn in as, uh, as commissioner of health department. And January 2012, she's been there the entire 10 years of the opioid epidemic. If you want to ask her some hard questions, don't ask her about money that she deserves because she actually earned it because she did her job according to the contract she signed. Ask her, why isn't the county better at, at this? Okay, the opioid crisis is a national like epidemic. So on the one hand, you don't want to just pin... It's, it's, yeah, it's not just her. It's but, not just her, but you're, yeah, you're right. But it's also exasperated by the pandemic, right? Yeah. Oh, oh for the, sure, man. I just saw that one stat. I don't, I don't have a specific number, but it's like so many people died of overdose uh, that first year. It was like 100,000 yep. or something crazy. Sure. Um, actually, this is kind of related to I didn't know you guys were talking about it, but I just watched Dope Sick last week. Okay. Um, all about the Sackler family and Purdue Pharma oh, and Michael yeah. Keaton's in it. And it's all about opioid crisis. I really recommend it. It's one of the best shows I've watched in a long mm-hmm. time. Super fucking good. Cool. I'll have to check it out, man. Yeah. It's, you know, with this, like, I don't even know, I don't even know where to begin. And I have to imagine as a, like a public health official, you probably don't know necessarily where to begin other than maybe trying to mitigate it with stuff like Narcan. Um, the county has done a pretty good job of getting it out there. Like, hey, we can get Narcan. We can, you know, provide it. I, I have to give them credit for that. But at the same time, it's pretty bad. Right. And, you know, and the county has done a pretty good job of not just getting the Narcan out there and, and, supporting it but pushing back because you get a lot of shitheads like probably i i don't know if it was skip gingrich himself but probably but like shitheads out there gingrich-esque and and like in the exurbs in the rural towns who are like oh that's just for heroin addicts no it's not you son of a bitch it's probably for your (laughs) fucking neighbor who's been addicted to pills for the last 15 years Mm -hmm. if the opiate epidemic looked like the crack epidemic or how marijuana use was for so long we would be solving it by just arresting all these people and putting them in prison, except these are white people, so we don't do that. Well, I guess we're on the topic of shitheads now, Jim. We've reached that portion of the show kind of early. Usually it's a little later for us we talk about the dipshits of, of uh, Western New York and, and Erie County, but we're here now. So let's start with the Freedom Convoy. Oh, boy. Oh. I hope, Freedom! I hope, I hope Ryan, Freedom! You, you put in some of C.W. McCall's Convoy song in. Yeah, we definitely <laughs> so the Canadian, if you haven't been following this story, the Canadian truckers have, well, it started out in Ottawa, right? Is that mm-hmm. where this, yeah. the genesis of all this, that they basically yep. uh, have the capital of, of Canada under siege? Yes. That's where all significant social movements start in right. Ottawa, Canada. Right? <laughs> so they're all, they're all trying to own Justin Trudeau, all the truckers up there. And, you know, they're, they're rushing up supplies to, from, from Southern Ontario up to Ottawa and now, and now we've got in on the action, too, here. Right. Well, that's because, like, even the, the Canadian thing, first of all, it was, like, a small percentage of truckers, obviously. Because what working-class person can afford to take, like, three weeks off from their job just to 
own the libs. Also, like, where are the, are the companies know their trucks are not getting used for work? Like, <laughs> well, are they getting fired? How are the trucks? I, I, like, I, 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 assume, I assume some of them are probably owner-operators. Probably some of these trucking companies are shithead Republican or <laughs> yeah, like conservatives. True. So they're like, okay, that's fine. <laughs> uh, but like, you know, as people are digging into this, we're finding that like most of this is being funded by Republicans and conservatives in the United States. Well, and it's also like troll farms too, right? right? Like it's basically like bot, just like a lot of other shit with these fucking people. It's all like bot generated troll farms where it's not really. I mean, I guess it's an organic movement because there are people <laughs> in trucks like blocking the peace well, bridge. Well, Ree, isn't your boy Robbie De Niro collecting donations? Ah, uh, ah, uh, yes, Robert the Convoy. Bobby De Niro, yes, he's uh, he is he's helping fight the good fight for for the truckers. Is he really like yeah. the actor? Are we talking about? Or? No, 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 we're talking about the, the dude who owns a gym out in Orchard Park. Oh my Athletes god! Athletes unleashed guy. I'm stupid. Sorry. No, it's okay. No, it's okay. If, oh. if you didn't know any better, I, I, it'd be very funny. You're if better off for not Robert knowing. I mean, he probably. No, no, I don't know. If, is Robert De Niro kind of liberal? I think he is. Yeah, yeah he, he called those yeah, actors he, are. Yeah, yeah, really, yeah, so. yeah, he, yeah no, true. he he's been like pretty vocally like, hating on anti-vaxxers. Good. I mean, also he's like a million years old, and like probably if he gets a cold, he dies. So I can see him being pro-vax. He's no Eric Clapton. He's no. That's true. He's no Eric Clapton. No. So uh, no. The 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 not good De Niro is is helping support this. He you you might remember him, Mark. He was the one that was like doing push-ups outside with the, the beard, right? The beard yeah, and I, outside the stadium or whatever. Oh, it's fucking so stupid. They were just proving that you could work out not in a gym. Yes. And that was their whole thing. Yes. <laughs> it was amazing, actually. <laughs> it right. was so good. I, and uh, the trucker convoy, too, like seeing the pictures in Ottawa of like Trump 2024 flags is so funny. It's like, right, yeah. not even the country. <laughs> right. Well, that's, that's, they love Trump. They Confederate wish, flags. Dude, yeah, they wish they had Trump. So I know people in Southern Ontario like shithead conservatives and they would fucking kill for Trump, man. They want it so bad. That's, but it, it's crazy. So, like, they're like, oh, well, this is a big deal. And, like, we've got all these people who it's a, and it's a real movement. And let, the last poll I saw, like, 90% of people approved of the way Trudeau was handling uh, COVID. They disapprove of him. Like, like he, you know, he it was a close election for re-election. So they've got some disapproval of, like, how he's handled other things, like, you know, blackface. <laughs> but <laughs> but you know, how, he's handled, how he's handled COVID they're pretty supportive, and I saw actually uh, yesterday that a little over two thirds of Canadians uh, support just police take going in and like busting up these truckers. I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, these are, these are Canadian matters. What matters to us is that we had a bunch of fucking trucks on on the one ninety, and I I had trouble getting home the other day because all the goddamn trucks were backed up from my exit. Well, uh, so. It's it's two things going on here where the trucks are being backed up, right? So the the Canadian truckers, there was a spinoff, just like oh. Frasier from Cheers. I was watching uh, Frasier this morning. <laughs> I fucking <laughs> love Frasier. Great show. Better, th- I think, better than Cheers. Yeah, probably better than Cheers. I won't. I won't argue against it. Um, no. So then they were blocking the Ambassador Bridge in Windsor, Ontario. Oh, uh, which okay. is which basically was shutting down automotive construction on both sides of the border. Yeah. This is why we can't have $69 dinners at the Lennox anymore. <laughs> right. Goddamn Indian truck. So people were getting backed up here in Buffalo during the week, you know, on the 190 because all this truck traffic was getting rerouted from they can't go through Detroit to Windsor anymore, so now they're coming to the Peace Bridge. So the Peace Bridge was just raking it in like, you know, as, as though that matters. I mean, it's, whatever, it's a, a government entity, so it doesn't matter where they get it. But uh, so that was happening. And then yesterday, as highlighted and supported by Buffalo's own Mike Caputo, 
they were doing a mini convoy here. Well, they didn't mean for it to be a mini convoy. They wanted it to be a full-size convoy here in Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> that's not what they got. Uh, oh, well. <laughs> give, give them a slide whistle. <laughs> Well, moving on to other shitheads. Well, uh, oh. We're, we're going to, we could, I would have, I actually have a good segue oh, here. Please. One of the things I saw that they were doing at this shithead terrible convoy that never really materialized, um, I saw uh, our old sparring nemesis, Stefan Mahailu, on Instagram oh. post that they were selling Poland Cars t shirts. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Because if there's anything that angers Canadian truckers, it's Mark Poland cars. <laughs> Mark Poland cars letting the choppa sing, baby. You see the story? Yo, Polo yeah. with the strap. So he a, denies it, though. He, de- he denies well, this happened. He denies. Right. This is very Poland cars. Something that sounds yeah. really cool. He's going to deny. Yeah, he sounds absolutely cool here. <laughs> he's like, he sounds oh, no. cool as shit. No, it wasn't me. Right. He's got the gat. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So apparently, somebody were they serving a summons? Yeah. Uh, it, so the story goes, they're serving a summons at his house, at his back door, at his back door. <laughs> And so then pulling cars like, yeah, pulls out the strap is like, get the fuck off my property, <laughs> well, motherfucker. Well, the way I read it, he was at his kitchen window and he says, get off my property or, or you're going to get shot. And then and the person was like, excuse me. And it was like, you're about to get shot if you don't leave right now. Right. Something like that. But, I don't I don't I think he ever showed a weapon. No. According it, it, to the story. Yeah, he didn't, according to the story, he didn't show a weapon. And he also said the sheriffs are on their way. Yeah, so it's yeah, kind yeah. of ambiguous. Is is right. Poland cars going to shoot somebody, or is he just going to let the sheriff shoot them? Well, if I were Poland <laughs> cars, I'd be strapping. But <laughs> you don't want the smoke. That's no. all I'm saying. No. You don't want the polo smoke. I mean, look, you have you have to have some cognizance of what's going on if you're if you're this person process serving. Like, this is a guy who receives death threats. You can't mm-hmm. just go milling around his backyard. Yo, they yeah. follow him to the fucking ice rink, bro. Or mm-hmm. you like. Plays his hockey. They protest in front of his house. Yeah, like I feel bad for his neighbors. So, like, just it's so fucked up. I'd be on edge too if I were him. Dude, come on. Yolo Polo, baby. He don't care though. Like I said, you come to his back door, you better come. You better come prepared. That's all I'm saying. Right. You better come right. And so, and then you've got so you've got local Republican dickheads saying like. Oh, Mark Polonkars is threatening to shoot people. Guess like what? they wouldn't fucking do it. Right. Well, that's, <laughs> the same oh position. God. that's the thing. It's like like if 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 I was a process server and I had to serve Mike Caputo and I walked around and I didn't go to his front door and I went around his back door and he was in his kitchen and he just saw me milling around his backyard, he already thinks that people are out there trying to kill him and like steal his daughters. Do you think he would have a level headed response? If he did, it'd be the first time he'd had a level response in the last thirty years. <laughs> <laughs> I'm honestly like surprised like all the conservatives too like didn't respect polling cars more after this, right? Right. <laughs> They're mad it wasn't them. Yeah. They are mad. That's They're right. so upset that this story is not about them. That's right. Mm-hmm. That it's it's all pure jealousy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So this alleged story, which I'm gonna believe it's real. Much much like any like cool or fun thing, I will choose. I can make manifest my own reality and right. I'm gonna believe this is real. So Mark, if you're listening, if you want to tell us otherwise, I don't care. <laughs> right. Yeah. This is our version. The Square Podcast official record is Mark Pullen Parts. Just, just had a, the Gat. Just accept it and be cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jim, we're still on the shitheads, man. Uh, oh, there's too many of them around. There's so many. What the fuck? <laughs> Why do we live here? What? <laughs> I know. How do they all stay? Why can't they all go to migrate to Florida? 
I, they, well, I, they we're, we're trying to get them there. <laughs> they um, are. One by one. There's just right. so many of them, it's not really making a dent. At this uh, point. Speaking of going to Florida, this is off the board, but it, it's, this is actually a news topic. A New Yorker shithead oh, good. going to Florida. Lee Zeldin is having two different fundraisers in Florida, including one at Mar-a-Lago. The Legend uh, of Zeldin. The Legend of I'm Zeldin. I'm making that joke again because it's, yep. <laughs> it's good. It's gonna, that's what we're just going to tag him as. <laughs> he's... Uh, Mark, he's are you familiar with this guy, Zeldin? Uh, I am not. He's he's a wannabe Republican, like likely Republican candidate for governor to run against Kathy Hochul. Gotcha. But none of the Republicans around here really give a shit about him, right? Or in the state of New York, really give a shit about him. So they're gonna say they support him, but he's not. He's just gonna get rolled, right? I mean, the what's funny is that the the, the he's somehow got these suckers in Florida are gonna host fund like twenty thousand dollar head fundraisers for him, like Mar-a-Lago, <laughs> and and he's, uh, there's another one. He, he's got them convinced like oh no no i can flip new york and the new york republicans are like yeah sure we can yeah. <laughs> when's the last time there was a republican governor the pataki yeah pataki, oh yeah gotcha. yeah pataki uh, but he was like he was like the he was republican but he was like the pre-george w bush right. like he yeah. was the proof of concept for the compassionate conservative right <laughs> he, he also had the the fortune of, of for new york wasn't as democratic as it is now mm-hmm. but also like mario cuomo had been governor for 12 years and people were getting sick of him, mm-hmm. but he refused to step down. I don't know if that's something like hereditary with the Cuomo's where they, <laughs> they don't, they just can't they just, get rid of them. They're they just, 0 for three. They just don't get it. Well, he's filing. He's like, speaking of Andrew, he's like filing suit against Letitia James. Right. Yeah. Now, he, right? he wants her like he's disbarred. Being, he's being a real fucking asshole about this whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we don't need to talk. But about so, yeah. So Pataki, cause I, I, I remember Pataki, uh, being governor, I was working at the Board of Elections. His last re-election, mm. he, he was also governor during nine eleven. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, he was. Yeah, he was oh, governor, shit. and Giuliani was mayor. Like the two most like high profile offices in New York State were both Republicans. Damn, dude. Damn. Wow. And I believe Attorney General was Republican at the time too. Damn. Well, so Zeldin's trying to be the governor. Not going to happen. We've also got. Um, We've got somebody, Jim, a, a, a figure of note who is transitioning from being a public on Twitter and on the internet shithead to actually being an elected official shithead. Well, he's learned the grift, and he's like, well, where is where is the world's place for the best grifters? The premier griftorium. <laughs> <laughs> and that is U.S. Congress. Yes! Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, noted, noted shithead Todd Aldinger. He, the Republican lawyer who we talked about last week, who's representing like Marilla Wales, uh, leading Holland the Mer- and the exit. Grand Island from exiting, or he was also the attorney that um, the conservatives who were controlling the board in Williamsville had embraced or had hired, so they could fight their three hundred dollar fine and pay him ten thousand dollars because oh, that makes God. fiscal sense. And he sued the state a couple of times about mask mandates. And he has changed his Twitter handle to Aldinger for New York 24, which indicates that he's looking at running a primary against Chris Jacobs. He's being critical of Jacobs on online and he's being critical. He wants to run a primary against Chris Jacobs from the right. Now, it's a conservative district. It's a very conservative district. It's, It's probably the reddest district in New York State. Nate McMurray will not be in that district, correct? Oh no, Nate McMurray's in that district. Oh baby, <laughs> oh baby, please! I want a, I want a general where Todd Aldinger. He's going to lose the primary to Jacobs. I'm pretty sure. Yes, absolutely. And I, he's going to lose the primary, but I want him to continue to run on like, I don't know, like the freedom line. And I want, 
I want Nate McMurray and I want Chris Jacobs. I want all three. I want this. I want. I want right. to manifest. Well, that, this that's so what bad. we. That's what we had last time, right? With Judge Neen Pirro oh. didn't drop out after she lost the Republican primary. Oh. The the gun toting judge. Nate might actually be able to win. Well, you know, he doesn't have a chance to win. <laughs> I, what, 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 what I was going to say is, like, <laughs> theoretically, that's a district where you could run to the right of Jacobs and maybe maybe win the, the primary. But the problem here is that it's Chris Jacobs. He's got more money than God. Mm-hmm. It's true. If Aldinger, let's say Aldinger is able to raise $3 million. He might be. He's insane. And, like, the grift is strong with this one. Jacobs would be like... Okay, sure. I, I shit out three million dollars and, and spend it against you. Like whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Luke Griftwalker. Uh, can I pause for a second? Yeah. Is that the Seinfeld lo- Lego set? Yes, it is. Are you oh, yeah. fucking kidding me? Yes. This, I, we're not pausing. My, we're keeping I, this in the show. No, dear- I just meant like I need to pause the shit. Like, <laughs> oh what no. The fu- right, my, my dear sweet perfect wife got it for me for Christmas. Oh my god, I wanted to buy it so bad, and I yeah. the fucking Orville Peck poster. I I'm home. This is sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for having me on. This is oh I, yeah. I like Absolutely. was just looking up. Holy fuck! Love I love having you. That's so long, Mark. When uh-huh. we say we bring the good vibes, baby, we're <laughs> not. Right. We're not kidding. This we're is not, awesome. <laughs> we're not making this up. We're uh-huh. this isn't hyperbole. The vibes are. This is the vibatorium, man. <laughs> I love it. So so we we are we're we're channeling those good vibes. We I want to encourage Todd Oldinger to run this primary. (laughs) Please, please do it. Please, uh, I I want the content for 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 us for us us. personally. Would you have Todd Oldinger? What is uh, whatever (laughs) on his a. Dingers. All, all dingers. Dingers. All dingers. Todd, all dingers. All dingers. dingers. All dingers. Yeah. All Todd, dingers. all dingers. It's like a, it's one of those Barry Bond seasons. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Would you have him on as a guest? No. Come on. What be, the fuck? Definitely not. No. Remote no. only. No. Well, remote no, fuck only. Him. Sure. Fuck you, Todd Aldinger. <laughs> all right. No. Absolutely not. Veto. Well, not, I would. Here's you what don't I, have veto power. Yes, here. I do. Here, you have a veto. You have a veto. We're not no shitheads. It, here, here's what I would do: is I would pull the old Tim Kennedy, where I invite another person I hate, and then leave and lock them in a room. <laughs> and so I would set the up a Zoom for the two of them. Set up a Zoom with him and Mayor Ben, and then I would disconnect oh and just leave God. those two talking to each other. God. <laughs> No, we're not having Todd Aldinger's on the show. We'll talk about him <laughs> happily. Oh, all right. Well, we got that out of our system, Jim. We got the the fucking asshole portion of the show done. Uh, not all assholes. Oh, not all assholes. Not all assholes. <laughs> not all assholes. We got one left. We got one left. Who do we got left? We got our favorite developer. Ah, uh, Dougie Doug. DJ. Dougie. That's right. He's got a plan. Yeah. He's got a plan. I don't know what the plan is. I mean, it involves... Nobody assume, knows what the plan it, is. It involves making... Tons of money off of the local government. Yes. And maybe building one thing. Douglas. Our mayor's all for it. They they had a panel, right, where they were like, oh, we're just... We did an investigation, and we, we determined that Doug Jamal has the most money. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> He's going to buy shit. So we'll give him all the property, right? It's, it's, it's Buffalo's Next Top Developer is the name of the show that they... they <laughs> That's a great idea. <laughs> you know, you know what I like about Doug Jamal? He's like a throwback to like just like a crazy. I, I don't know how to. I'm trying to think of like like a good millionaire or billionaire or whatever. No, you, you, he reminds almost like a Jerry Jones type well, in my head. He, he reminds like, me of like Rodney Dangerfield's uh, character from Caddyshack. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> uh, if only he were as funny, right? I, well, yeah, <laughs> right. If only he like made a joke about like having an ugly pair of pants, and then Byron came in and he's like, "Oh, they look good on you, though." <laughs> hey, what if we get a casino 
in the Statler building. Right. Hey. <laughs> hey, kid, give me a beer. I'm just so sick of like these like, you know, dead eyed Mark Zuckerberg types where it's like, you know what? Doug Jamal, just your good old fashioned weirdo with a lot of money and right. he's, you know, a bunch of false promises, but pardoned by Trump. Pardoned by Trump, sure. Why not? <laughs> Jesus. Uh no, he he got the uh the Mohawk ramp, right? The Mohawk ramp yeah. contract. The Mohawk now now hopefully not to get too serious, but that that's right by Mohawk Place, correct? It's across the street. Okay, just letting everybody know. So, Doug, if you're listening, and we know you are, don't price out Mohawk Place or uh, what's the bar? Electric, Electric Avenue. Avenue. Yeah. Are, are you, Mark? I assume, just like any other good Buffalonian here, you got to be a Mohawk Place fan. Uh, right? Yes, absolutely. I've seen a handful of shows there. My my cousin's in a band, and I've seen them there a bunch. Uh, I was not at the Black Keys show like everyone else says they were, but right. uh, oh shit, I forgot the Black Keys. <laughs> yeah, played right, right. I, everybody who was at that yeah. Houston Oilers Bills yes ninety three playoff game, mm-hmm. they all all eighty thousand of them <laughs> left and went directly to Mohawk Place to watch the Black yeah. Keys play. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best fucking joke. Yeah, well, Mohawk Place is one of the rare places in, in in the world where they have strange physics, where you can fit much more volume than than actually. You can fit right. eighty thousand, dude. Exactly. I think Electric Avenue is actually like weirder. Like it is a weirder place. It is like I went there and I got and and I, I walked in. I had one drink and some woman took my palm and started reading my palm and said I was I was gonna I was gonna find a woman named Victoria the next November. And and marry her, and it, that never happened. No, oh. wow. where on the doll did she touch you? <laughs> <laughs> she, My she palm, was, yeah, sure, your palm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, Mohawk sweet, <laughs> Big Mohawk fan, sweet. Anyway, back to that. Electric Avenue's sweet, weird, like a Twin Peaks setting place. But I, I love it. So hopefully, hopefully, Doug Jamal doesn't do some bullshit that prices them out of there. Right? Yeah, it's, I I think uh, like uh, I went to when Mohawk shut down when it closed before it got bought by new owners and reopened. Uh, they did a, a two night like farewell party to Mohawk Place. Oh yeah, and I went both nights. And uh, on the Saturday night, we were outside. There was a food truck out there, and like there was like I don't know, two hundred people outside smoking, or maybe <laughs> maybe a hundred. Like so we were all out and drinking because yeah. like we were violating open uh, container laws because it was literally the last night. This is like exactly your element. Oh yeah, we, I mean we were smoking inside Mohawk because like, what were they gonna do? Shut us yeah, down? Right, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And. <laughs> And, and like, <laughs> and a couple of drunk Mohawk celebrants went up above Mohawk are like practice areas for bands. Yeah, so they went up there and they had like an old CRT television and they carried it to the top of the uh, critical race theory parking theory. ramp and threw it into the middle of the street. It was <laughs> <laughs> like three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Oh God. Love that. Yeah. Damn, dude. That's funny as fuck. <laughs> yeah, so, all right, Doug, whatever. Do whatever. You, you're going to make a bunch of money. It's probably going to be shitty. Just mm-hmm. don't price out a mohawk. And, yeah, and don't, don't, don't fuck with our institution. Just right. Keep it. Right. Cool. I mean, I, I saw, like, the artist rendering, and it was it was very thoughtful because it had, like, it had a picture of uh, the first floor, and it said, like, Autonomous Cafe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dude, I love it. Casa's still over there, right? Mark, Casa's still right down the street? Yes. Azul? No, no, oh, Casa de Pizza. Oh, Casa yes. Pizza. Sorry. I'm no, mistaken. no. <laughs> yes, Casa de Pizza is still, still around there. Right. Uh, it's, it goes like Casa de Pizza, uh, generic second floor businesses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the Book Arts Collaborative. Yeah. Is it just me or did Casa de Pizza low-key fall off after? Yeah, I don't, I don't. I never see anyone talk about them anymore, like at all. I, I like the food enough, but yeah, I don't know. I haven't. They, I, they were I, a late night debauchery place. Now they're like a business lunch place. Yeah, yeah that's basically. Yeah, that's. Uh, they were a late, perfect timing. Late night yeah. debauchery place 
big time. Yeah. What was weird, like, because I used to live around the corner from them, mm-hmm. is I would get their food to go and bring it home, and it was fine. If I ate there, it was great. Yeah, that's the, fair. It was, it was one so- of the best dining. Like, all right, you couldn't order the pizza. Like the, you ordered out the pizza. It was okay. The dining pizza banging yeah it was so good and so one time i was there with a group of people and we were like let's get like the like like a crazy fucked up pizza like we'll we'll pay like 50 dollars for this pizza <laughs> so we're like we want the sesame seed crust of course and we want hot chicken fingers but we also want pepperoni and double cheese oh, oh my god that sounds oh. good as fuck and you must have been bound up for a month well here's what happened <laughs> is holy shit we're oh, like, the, the, <laughs> our waitress comes out and she's got two pizzas. We only ordered one pizza. We got a chicken finger pizza uh, and a pepperoni pizza. Oh, was I there with you that night? No, no, okay, because I remember something similar happening. With and you. so, and we were like, this, "That's not what we ordered. We wanted." <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, well, how about this? Eat these pizzas. I won't charge you for them. I'll go make the pizza you want. I'll have them go make that pizza, and I'll bring it out to you." And we're like, "There's no way we can eat three pizzas. Like we, there's four of us. Oh, sure, I'm like drugs or something, right? Right. So like, so we we end up getting two pizzas for free. Yeah. For the cost of like, yeah, we spent like forty dollars on a pizza, but we got, we end up getting three pizzas from them. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. So I mean, and we ate maybe total one pizza, so we ended up leaving with like two full pizzas. <laughs> you, sh- you should have put the cheese and pepperoni pizza on top of the chicken finger pizza, right. and then just eat it like double stack. Well, yeah, yeah like like give it it's like, like have it battered and deep fried like a Monte Cristo. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know how they say Seinfeld's old New York and Friends is new New York? That's old Buffalo. Yeah, that <laughs> is That's vintage old Buffalo. That is vintage old. We don't we don't have that sort of thing anymore. Rip. Rip. Yeah, Casa de Pizza. Like I said, low-key fell off. I haven't been to their location over there on Mohawk. Um, I assume the food is fine. It's, it's pretty just, good. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I used to work across the street at social services when I was down there. And I don't know, I'd go there like once a, a week for a pizza. I, I always forget about it. I mean, it was a very freewheeling conversation, but we got Buffalo Eats on, so we're going to talk about food. <laughs> right. I, I always forget about them as like a downtown pizza place now. Same. All right. Mark, where's your go-to? We'll we'll get to the poll. We'll get to everything. But sure. give me give me the the listeners, especially in the Discord. We've had a discussion about this. Allentown downtown pizza. We're we're kind of. Mm. I I don't want to slander the fine folks at Allentown Pizza. It's not for me. <laughs> it's, and I I live very close yeah. to there too. And it's you just not love for me. joy, right? It, well, uh-huh. So the funny thing about Allentown Pizza is like in our Buffalo Eats group chat, there's like seven of us or something. It's a very hot topic. Half the people love it and swear by it. And then, ha- like, me, I've I've had it a couple times, drunk. It was fine. Like, it was fine. It's fine. Yeah, but, like, it, I'm not going to order a large pizza from there, like, sober to pick up. Like, that's not me. Right. It's it's fine. Like, when I used to live in the Elmwood Village or, or on the west side, I lived, like, you know, 17th Street, Connecticut. Gotcha. So, um, like, basically still the Elmwood Village, just, like, just barely outside. Yeah. Um, I would order my pizza mostly from Mr. Pizza. Th- so, I'm in the Elmwood Village now. I'm on Tremont. I was going to say Mr. Pizza. That's my go-to. Mr. That's, pizza? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I can't. I can't eat just pizza. Mm-hmm. It's, it's yeah, the, it, no, it's fine. It, it makes it makes me sick <laughs> nice. every time I eat it. I don't, I don't. They must have like one secret ingredient that is just like. Mm-hmm. Pure Ipecac syrup for me, um, <laughs> dude. I used to love. I, I used to love Gino and Joe's. I yes, used to love yes. Gino and Joe's until the pet. And I don't know. Maybe it's my fucked up stomach. I'm not saying whatever. Mm-hmm. I just got like did not feel very well the past couple times I had it. That's fair. And I'm just like I don't know if it's them. I don't know if it's me. But <laughs> it's not. You, I was it's also me. I was also getting their pizza like you know at two in the morning after yeah. drinking. So it could uh, have just been my I, fucked up stomach. I, but I, but I was gonna say is. I did like Allentown Pizza's wings better okay. than Mr. Pizza's wings. Okay, that's mm. fair. I'll have to ju- judge it myself. Um, what about 
Is Pizza Plant still there? Oh. Did that close? Because that's also another hot button kind of issue in our little group chat. Oh. I think the stuff I had from there wasn't very good. And then some people like fucking love it. And it's, like, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, that shit also fell off. Sorry to interrupt you. Yeah, yeah, no, go ahead. Off. I was just going to say it fell off because people were talking about Pizza Plant all the time. And then they opened up that downtown location. Mm-hmm. And then I never heard about it again. Yeah. And well, here's my thing is that like I've had Pizza Plant out in Amherst and I've had it downtown. Mm-hmm. And. It was so bizarre, but, like, the downtown location was so much worse. It was weird. It's super weird. Everything I had there was just, like, bone dry. Like, super dry and weird and big and, like, I don't know. It wasn't very, very good. I feel like downtown could use more pizza spots even. Yeah. It's all in the suburbs. Everything, like, all the famous ones you hear of, they're all in the suburbs. Like, we got Carbones, and that's, like, sort of, you know, downtown-ish, but not, like, downtown, downtown. Right. Or Um, Or you got, like... I don't know, Bob and John's on yeah. our hurdle. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, we are obligated to mention Lenovo or somebody will kill us. Yeah, right. it's true. Lenovo, that, that, I, yeah. They right. will kill us if we do not mention Lenovo in terms of pizza mm-hmm. places. And, and, they, and, and there's, uh, there, what's that sports bar on uh, Niagara Street? A sports city? Yeah. Yes. I fucking love sports city. I actually am a huge fan. Their sesame seed crust is amazing. Very, very good. Good wings, too. And then... You go in there, it's a cool place, and they have, like, a bunch of jerseys hanging up. I think they have, like, Bulldog Suns jersey or some bullshit or something like that. (laughs) Just funny. It's cool. But, uh, no, (laughs) that that place is, like, Madison Carter. I remember she just tweeted us saying, like, Sports City's super underrated. So Yeah, no, I I think it was the Madison Carter tweet that, like, I saw, and I was like, (laughs) let me try this shit out. Mm -hmm. It's solid. Dude, I got to advocate for uh, Bocce downtown. That's a very solid, it's, like... I've been hearing good things. The one on it's Turtle sucked at first, but I guess they're better now. Well, mm-hmm. it's in, it's in the old uh, the old Rachel's. It's yeah, just Bocce, Bocce downtown. By the Starbucks, right? Right, yep. right. Nice. It's just like a. It's, it's like true. if you're having a party and getting a pizza, that's that's where I'd go currently. That's, that's fair. That's, I, so I lived in Elmwood Village long enough ago that Avenue Pizza was still open, oh. and <laughs> Avenue was great. They were they were like the first place in the city to have a stinger sub. Oh really? And they but they also had a sub called Three Little Pigs. Which was ham, capicola, and sausage. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Damn! Wow, that sounds yeah. amazing. I love it, that. It was it, it was so them. good, but like it ought to come with like a cardiologist appointment as soon as you <laughs> order that sauce. <laughs> All right, what, what, what? and it was what was the the pizza place that put open in there afterwards that you, when you and I lived on West Utica? Oh, oh, oh! He did the New York style slices. Oh, sales. That was great, but short lived. Sales. Well, he had a location on Hurdle, right? No, it was on it was on Kenmore Ave. It was where I don't know what it is now, but it turned into Balkan Dining, and then they closed. So like yeah. two solid things oh. in that place, and they they both closed, that, and I miss them. Avenue Pizza before it was sales. I feel very confident I was the last person to ever order from them <laughs> because and I love that uh, because so I I ordered from them at like eleven o'clock on a Thursday night. Nice, and they were like, yeah, no problem. Here's your order. Come pick it up in like thirty five minutes. I go over there, and there's a sign on the door like, family emergency, we had to close. But they didn't call me. They just closed. And I was like, oh, okay. And they never reopened. <laughs> you killed them. You literally you, fucking killed what them. What did you do? <laughs> wow. That's so fucking weird. That is so fucking weird, man. That's uh, so funny. I could talk pizza all day. We yeah. could, we, and we will talk pizza more, Mark. Don't you, don't you worry, buddy. Yeah, we we, we got to get back to the news of the week. Yeah, yeah we're going to hit the pause sorry, button. Sorry. We're going to hit the pause button yeah, on the two food. more topics. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. We got a couple of things. Uh, people would be mad at us if we didn't talk about this. So sorry to be a Buzz Killington because I'm having a good time. But we got to talk about the McKinley High School 
Shooting, stabbing. Yeah, both. Both. Right. Uh, somebody with a bayonet. I don't know. I, God love them. Like, people on the on, on the internet and, and Buffalo Twitter, I know they love to get mad at Byron Brown for stuff, and there's a lot of stuff to be mad well, at we him love, about. Well, we love to get mad at him, too. Well, yeah, that's, that's why they listen to us. Yeah. But, I, I, frankly, like, I don't know. Jim, help me out here, because I... I'm of the opinion where it's like, yeah, Byron Brown sucks. What could he have done better in this situation? He could have made sure he had good information. Is basically the one thing he could have done. Is he could have made sure he had better information about it uh, up until that press conference. I got some thoughts about that press conference, but let's... let's no, no, lay it on us, man. Give let us it a, rip. Let it rip. Grip so, it and rip it. He's getting... <laughs> he's getting into position. Okay. <laughs> Is Byron Brown position? Yeah. I gotta hurry adjust here. So... I, Give me a beer, I, I need I need a beer for this. I, I need one, too. Uh, so there was that press conference, what was it, Thursday? Yeah. With Flynn and Byron Brown. Brown was saying, like, all kinds of stupid platitudes and whatever, like, oh, wow, you know, we just thoughts and prayers and that nonsense. And that's fine. But then, like, he couldn't wait to say, like, there are some people who wanted to fund the police, and I never was one of them. Get it on the record. I, I just want to make sure everybody knows I wasn't one of those defund the police people, and we gotta we have to give them all the resources they need. And you have, know, have the police been defunded? No. Okay. In fact, quite the opposite. Right. Yes. Uh, if, if any police have been defunded, it's because of their own choice because they refuse to get a vaccine. <laughs> uh, those true. individuals got mm. defunded. They, they got into illegal yeah. gambling in New York State. <laughs> um, and, but like he kept putting it back on Buffalo Public Schools, saying like they aren't asking us for more police support, and I'm like, well, maybe because they don't want to turn the schools into fucking prisons, mm-hmm. you shithead. Mm-hmm. And then Flynn who was coming across as, like, fairly decent person for a change, until all of a sudden he was like, well, you know, the these rise in, like, violent crimes, it's because of raise the age, and I ha- I'm going to have to try this kid that we pulled, that we that we arrested, even though we're not sure he's the one who did the stabbing. I'm going to have to try him as a juvenile because he's 17. I was like, well, because he's yeah. a fucking juvenile. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and because of the bail laws, you know, the violent criminals are back on, on the street. Okay, but during the same press conference, Flynn said, this 17-year-old is being held all weekend in Juvenile Hall until they could get to court on Monday, at which point they were going to ask for them to be held without bail. You can do that. Yeah, you can You can always do that. <laughs> so what point is bail reform fucking doing anything, you piece of shit? Dude, I, I, and you know, it, it's, a, it's a sad story. I mean... I, I, nobody nobody was killed, thankfully. I know True. you know a student was injured. The security guard was was shot. Hopefully, everybody ends up okay. I'm not not a happy ending, but not mm-hmm. like the, the worst that could have happened. Again, yeah, all the nonsense that happened after. Fine. I, I don't think Byron Brown could have done anything specifically with this. I do I do think there could have been some better information or mm-hmm. you know I, letting people know what happened. I the one thing that really bothered me um, more than anything. I was at my parents that night just having dinner with them and so everything was going on so we were watching my mom just loves channel seven for some reason like whatever um they were facetiming a student in the cafeteria on live television going like like asking her like but like they weren't let out or anything like it was still like an ongoing thing the guy was still missing or like you know the suspect i was like why the fuck are they doing this it's it's like i get wanted to interview teachers or something but like why the fuck would they facetime a kid on live television like what if something happened it was really 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 weird we know they don't don't have any integrity on that channel no (laughs) right hannah Bueller. yeah Yeah. (laughs) yeah 
Sorry. No, please. <laughs> That's a future county executive Bueller there. That's right. true. Yeah, right. That's true. Um, last, last, no, you're fine, man. Last, last thing we got on the news board here for this week, the cannabis stuff. Jim, yeah, speaking of D.A. Flynn. D.A. Flynn. So you're keeping track at home. It turns out weed is, in fact, legal in the state of New York. Okay. <laughs> Breaking news. Yeah. All right. For all you goody two shoes that wouldn't even touch the stuff because it was illegal. Now you can. Now it's, it's federally illegal. So I guess you still have a fucking excuse. But but in the state of New York, you can you can have it. You can you can give it. You can. you can donate it. You can donate right. it. I go to the sticker stores. Ah. I'm, I'm very happy. I saw. I'm very happy. I saw this thing on the um, board because I was reading. I saw like on the Buffalo Reddit, someone posted about, it and it was like they give another warning, like a written one. But I don't know. I I, I would love to hear you guys' thoughts on it because I I smoke frequent well, amount. So, so are you I, listening, you FBI? Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I mean, what, the thing with it is like even Flynn said during this week, he was like, "Look, these cease and desist letters." What am I like? I can't do anything about it. Like, I'm not gonna. There's no charges to press. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's legal to have. They're not selling it, and and it is and it is a valid loophole. You can sell stickers in exchange mm-hmm. for a gift of marijuana. Right. They haven't closed that loophole yet. Right. Legally. But what, so bullshit. What, <laughs> well, what, what it's going to do is it's going to inhibit that place from getting a license in the future. Right. Mm-hmm. And being because, a legit dispensary. Yeah, they're they're going to get blacklisted from being. Yeah. Uh, legit dispensaries because what they're doing right now is it, it's it's still a black market and if you're selling stickers you're mm-hmm. probably realistically mostly sticker shops are not charging the correct amount of sales or excise taxes mm-hmm. yeah. uh, so and you're also probably not getting it locally which I think is a stipulation mm-hmm. right it's coming for right it's, mm-hmm. you're, it's, it's not locally grown right. you, you're still getting the you know wherever strains from from whatever's being done probably Canada at this it's, point Yes, I think what frustrates me is like it was legal. It was legalized by Cuomo like what last April ish. I remember. Yeah, it was like right around four twenty, which it was <laughs> funny enough. It, right. it was. Yeah, yeah. Um, Cuomo was based. It was based, Andy. It was legalized by the state legislature mm-hmm. against Cuomo's wishes. Mm. Cuomo yeah. didn't want it, which is one of the reasons why it's taken so long. Is because once the uh, the state assembly and, and mm-hmm. state senate voted for it, and they had veto proof majorities, and so Cuomo didn't veto it, even though he wanted to. Because he would just get he would get overturned and then he would look like an asshole. Mm. And he knew, well, he thought that he'd be running for governor this year. True. So he he didn't want to alienate Whoops. like you know <laughs> a, a large segment of the Democratic uh, primary yeah. population. Then he never formed the committee. Right. He never appointed anybody, which to delayed the any any type right. of place it, opening it, for a year. Which so he intentionally just sat on it to, to yeah. try to kill it this way by like, I well, see. if I never appoint anybody, Hochul, as soon as she got in, like the first week, appoints, appoints the committee. I. It just blows my mind. Like it's the easiest thing you could do to like win public approval, or I, I don't know. Well, I you got to understand, Andrew Cuomo was an asshole. Yeah, that's very true. Dude, you also have to understand he is an asshole, but also like in New York, New York is. I, I know the liquor lobby in a lot of states is yeah. pretty strong. New York has one of the strongest uh, liquor lobbies in the country, so they're very much like eh, that. Might cut into our profits if people go buy weed. Well, it won't. The, it won't. Oh but my god! You have the, no idea how much more liquor people drank in twenty twenty. Yes, yeah, it, we were just like we couldn't even stock the fucking shelves. That's how much wine people yeah. were buying. It was like disgusting to <laughs> yeah. see. But the other thing that like I, I keep I, I keep telling people, like I mentioned this on the Discord this week, is yes. Other states took 12 to 18 months once they finally started rolling. And mm-hmm. sure, New York might be able to learn something from them and, and maybe get it going really a little faster. But New York has been much more focused on equity-based licenses 
than any other state. This is a big thing that Crystal People Stokes, the local uh, the local assembly person who was the majority leader, who was a big proponent of actually even getting this passed in the first place, mm-hmm. was that like a high percentage of the licenses should go to minority-owned businesses. We should be doing stuff so that those individuals who were most adversely affected by the laws yeah. okay. get the get a fair amount of revenue. And it doesn't just go to the wealthy people. It seems like they're trying to do it the right way. They are trying to do it. And one of the things they're actually doing to that extent, because you can't get a bank loan to start a, a dispensary or any kind of marijuana-related business mm. because it's, federal, it's still federal federally legal. legal. That makes sense. So New York State is is putting together a $200 million fund for no-interest government-backed loans. That they're gonna dole out, so that way you don't have to then go to X rich person necessarily mm-hmm. and sell them sixty percent of your business, so you get the five hundred thousand dollars you need for startup. Mm-hmm. You can get the money from New York State as a zero interest loan and sell. So mm-hmm. New York State is actually trying to do it right. That, that's actually really interesting. I I did not know any of that. Yeah. Um, that makes me feel a little better because I'm like, you know, when they first legalized, they're like, yeah, the first shop really isn't gonna be around for like eighteen months. I'm like, eighteen months, yeah. like what? fuck yeah, like it's I, crazy I, it's it's just weird and the, the other thing is like ryan said is like new york state is going to make it everything has to be new york sourced which is what other states have so they did it in maine when we right went. Yep. and so and that's not just just for flour but also for edibles mm, okay so and it's all different licenses for everything like if you're a grower that's a license if you're a wholesaler that's a license a if processor you're a processor that's a license dispensary license. yeah be a cool business to delivery to license yeah <laughs> true so, so, so like all california buds all calf like all maine bud i mean I, so like all the bud that is sold in maine is grown there that's mm-hmm. my impression interesting yeah. mm-hmm. from what we saw that's yeah we went to a few dispensaries and that's the case i bet the finger lakes will really be a nice yeah nice weed growing uh, operation yeah, right yeah yeah do you I, I, do you think there's just some people in ithaca <laughs> who are ready for this <laughs> <laughs> love that Oh, uh, so, well, well, uh, let, let me just ask, because we're, we're going to segue into the fun part of the conversation, oh, yes. now, right? We're mm-hmm. over the news. We're yeah. done with the news. So, so we talked about pizza and, and a few other things. So you, you are, you partake in, in the marijuana. I do. What's your favorite food to get? Hi. Oh, that's a great, it's a great option. Um, I mean, I'm a, I'm a slut for fast food. I mean, I, okay. I can, like my McDonald's order is usually like a 10 piece with um, yeah. barbecue and, and the honey mustard. Yeah. Then I usually get like a, a fry um, and then a couple McDoubles because, mm-hmm. you know, they're only like a dollar. McDoubles are great. They're yeah. amazing. They, yeah. I just read a, my friend just had a report that it's, there's like a research done that it might be the most bountiful food ever known to exist or something for like nutrition purposes because it's just so available all the time yeah. and like cheap. <laughs> Um, which I just thought was like the funniest fucking thing ever. Um, I'm trying to think though. You know what? I really love like drinking water when I'm high, which I know makes like no sense. Nice cold no, water. No, it makes a ton of sense, dude. Like it, ice cold filtered water. Yes. It does. Water, it does hit different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the, the hippie mm-hmm. speedball when you drink coffee and smoke in the morning, that's wow, yeah. That is a great Hell Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> it's something I've never done, but oh, really? You know, it's nice. I'm not a morning I'm not a morning person with that. That's fair. That's oh, fair. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I I don't do it as much anymore, but like yeah. am I in my college days when I had nothing else to fucking do. Don't, was, right, right. don't think I'm judging by any means. <laughs> Tea? Tea's good too? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely, because that's kind of relaxing. I just, I, I need kind of just junk food. I If you put a bag of scoops and salsa in front of my face, mm-hmm. I will eat that entire mm-hmm. bag. 
Um, love that shit. And like uh, Wegman sells a mango salsa. Oh, and, oh that and a pine, great. And a pineapple one. They're both amazing. I really, yes. really recommend it. I'm not like yeah. a huge spice guy, mainly because I have shitty heartburn all the time. Yeah. But like I, that's why I really tried those. They're fucking really good. Definitely recommend them. Okay. <laughs> so, Mark, we brought you on here. Yes. This wasn't going to be an ambush, but, you know, <laughs> it might just be an ambush. So, we're, for, first, we're going to talk about... We're going to talk about the damn poll. We're going to talk about it. the bracket. Yeah. So for Let's our listeners who are not glued to their phones constantly looking at Twitter, just to let you know what happened, we talked about it on the show a couple weeks ago. Buffalo Eats mm-hmm. had... Now, is this is this the second year you guys done it? I'll just give a quick history of the Okay, the go for thing. it. So food blog since 2009. I was only 13 in 2009, so obviously <laughs> I was not a part of it back then. My cousin started it, though. Um, and then like five years ago, I joined... And they started off just doing like a best pizza one. And then that was when I was working at Picasso. So I was like super fucking into it. And I was, mm-hmm. I made a pizza where I wrote out Bella, like Bella pizza sucks yeah. and pepperoni. And like, <laughs> like people were calling for me to get fired. They were calling my boss. Oh and I'm like, my God. boss loves it. Like, who yeah, cares yeah, a shit? Yeah. Right. Um, so that's what, like how it, so each year we tried to do a couple, we've done best pizza. We've best done wings a couple of times. We did best beef on whack fries. And then a couple months ago, I was just sitting at Ballyhoo. And I'm like, I'm eating their mac and cheese. I don't know if you guys have oh, ever yeah. had it. It's oh, yeah. fucking unbelievable. Yeah. And I was just like, I want to, like, we can't do a best mac and cheese bracket, obviously. But, like, how do I get this into, a, like, how we can talk about it. So then I was just like, then I just kind of thought the idea, best dish, you know, best best just food that you can buy in Buffalo. So that's how we started the bracket. And there was obviously, of course, it came down to fucking pizza and wings, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. knowing knowing us. But, yeah, let's let's get into it. Let's talk. All right. So first off, I will never stop being mad. Oh, no. I will never stop being mad that we no. got like a not finals matchup of the pink steak sandwich versus nine eleven. I know. I know. That, what the I, fuck? I, I know. Not nine eleven. That's my one. Like that's like one A and barbell be one B. Whatever. I've had I, every time I go to nine eleven. I the the service is like whatever. But when I finally eat that wing, it is just it's magic. It's oh. magic. It, it, there's something about it, like where you don't look at your phone, like you just are like engulfed in fucking ten wings oh. in twenty minutes, and like you're just you're just talking to your friends and eating, and you just it's can't, got a, it's got it, a certain patina. It's amazing, yeah. it, and I I get that from Barbell sometimes, but I haven't been as as impressed from the North location as much as I am from the East Aurora one, mm-hmm. and that's totally fine. But I nine eleven is fucking amazing. I know, I, I know. love it. It's so good. I'm I'm biased. I'm from South Buffalo. There you go. Also, there was no Imperial. Is Imperial yes. Pizza just like emeritus status? Like, have you just like yeah. accepted that it's like <laughs> the best pizza or so, what? So when we went into the tournament, we can't. We were like, we're it's going to be 64. We had like a whole fucking list out. Like we had like over 100 items originally, but for pizza and wings specifically, we wanted to keep it just to like a couple specific ones where we know and like we know like we we're going to leave out shit. Like yeah, Imperials like in Picasso's or whatever and. It'd be, we had to just make some choices that sucked, unfortunately. And then honestly, after it all went down, I even like, sometimes I think we shouldn't even include in pizza and wings because it's not like a dish, I guess. But then also I wanted to include 9-11, you know, like, mm-hmm. I mean, them and Barbell deserve the, they deserve the shout outs, I guess, and the, the impressions. But that that's where I'm at with that. I, I, so I was listening to that podcast. You guys are talking about it. Um, the Dirty South. That was my baby. Like I fucking love the Dirty South more oh, yeah. than anything at Lloyd. I, oh. you were right. I, it should have been higher than eleven seed. It, it, it really should have. That, that was a, that was a mistake on our part. That was a massive underseed. So with Lloyd, it's they, they came out and were so hot in the community for like years, and then 
every time I'll tweet about Lloyd from like the Buffalo Eats account or we post about him, we get a lot of comments being like overrated, overrated, uh. overrated. And like, I didn't want that to like, you know, let my perception change to them because I still love their food and stuff. But I think I was a little worried about putting them like a super, super high seed because just those comments. Like, I don't know what it is about Lloyd. I, people hate cilantro, I guess. I don't fucking know. It's not, like they, it. it's not like they suck. No, they don't so, suck. So like, who's great. overrating them? I, if, they, if you say they're good, are they true. sure they're not authentic enough? Probably yeah. for some people, right? No, but I don't think like if you ask Lloyd, I don't think they'd be like, "Oh yeah, no, we are authentic Mexican cuisine." Mm-hmm. No, they're like, no, no, like right. we're we're like a fusion cuisine. Sure, yeah, and like like it must be people who hate like pickled onions, mm-hmm. cilantro, and like mm-hmm. crunchy cabbage. Yeah, when they used to have their truck on Allen Street, um, I don't know if they do oh. it still, but I don't think so. I don't think so. Best, it was like you could buy a taco for two. Dollars. It was oh, like yeah. this is fucking the best drunk food I've ever had. Like yeah. stumbling on a brick bar. That's right. when I first moved down to the Elmwood Village, and like I was going to Allen, and just like, oh god, <laughs> right in the Holly that. Farms oh. parking lot. <laughs> yes. Oh, <laughs> oh, fuck, Allen's crazy, yeah. dude. Dude, I will recant. I, I previously sh- uh, said on social media that Carbone's trash, mostly because I grew up in the first ward. I it used to be trash. It used to be greasy trash pizza. Mm-hmm. Thanks to a uh, friend of the pod, Taylor, Seltzer Mom. She she advocated on behalf of the sweet sauce pizza. I've had it. It's very good. Mm-hmm. I can't believe, one, the sweet sauce pizza beat the dirty South Taco. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Then it went on to, I can't believe it beat the Sizzles burger. I know. I, I really thought knowing Sizzles online presence, they were going to be in the finals. And like I fucking love that butter burger yeah, so much. It's good. First time I had it, I was like, I've never eaten something like this in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, I, the, them and Buffalo Burger Bros, best burgers in Buffalo you can mm-hmm. get. It's not even close. Like, I know people talk about Grovers and stuff, and that's totally fine. But I fucking love a smash burger. Yeah. That butter burger is is so good. It's, it's Actually, we went to Sizzles last week. And it was the first time I didn't get the butter burger because <laughs> yes. I was like, I just don't want to be like the only, that's the only thing I get. That's so tough with me, like going out to places because I know what I like, but also when it's a restaurant that I really respect, I I just have to force myself to branch out. Yeah. But every time I go, I want to get the butter burger, but yeah, I'm like, yes. no, I'll try their special one today. Why not? I got the melted hen. Nice. And nice. I, I, and and I did the work. I got it done. No, I, uh, <laughs> I love that, dude. Yeah, the melt oh, melted hen so massive but it's delicious but now so speaking of speaking of connecticut street mm-hmm. and my issue with this fucking uh, <laughs> i know, know, I know here, here we go here we go here uh, we go uh, look i love me stinger subs and maybach is <laughs> a good one yes it is but i don't care how good a stinger sub is mm-hmm. there's not a stinger sub in this world that is better than the sticky toffee pudding at Black Sheep. I know. That was one of the things that I ended up having made me angry at yes. pe- people in West New York mm-hmm. voting on this. This is supposed to be like the best dish in Buffalo, and you Cretans are voting yes. for pizza and wings. I- exactly. So th- that's what like the tough part about it is. That's why we try to rank Black Sheep sticky toffee pudding, even though it's n- definitely not as well known as like a stinger sub. Um, that's why I want to rank them high, at least to give them that like notoriety and like to get that people get on people's maps, right? Because if they see a third seed and they're like, "Oh, well, I'm going to try this restaurant out now," people probably have had more. Just, they see the word pizza and they're like, "Oh, pizza! I'm going to vote for that." Right. And like they've never tried either, and it's tough. But no, Black Sheep needs more respect on its name. Mm-hmm. If you're going to go try the sticky toffee pudding, I will also say we. Uh, I was there Friday night with my wife Kel. And I think Ree mentioned this. There was a secret burger on the menu that's now on the actual menu. Yes. And it's very good. Really? Speaking of burgers, it's 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 a phenomenal burger. Nice. Yeah. And uh, I would add, if you haven't had it yet, as far as like 
good burgers. Mm-hmm. Uh, my new favorite place in, in the city is Moriarty Cafe. Oh, oh I was yes. just there yesterday. I got the fried chicken sandwich. Fucking yeah. amazing. Yeah. The, the burger... So good. And then I was there in December, and one, their special in December was pork schnitzel. Ooh. And, yeah. and it was like it was like one of those like Midwestern pork schnitzels was like the size of your head. Love that. And Jesus. it was that great. place is that place is really special. I yeah. the butcher shop alone, amazing. And then they just sure. opened the cafe within the last like year and they're doing they're doing really cool shit. It's a beaut. Absolutely. You know, someplace that doesn't get the kind of acclaim for its food that I think it should, especially for its burgers, gonna go with community beer works. Nice. Their their burgers yeah. are very fucking solid. All their food there is very good. It's like And their meat's locally sourced, right? Their meat's locally sourced. Yeah. Really? Didn't know that. I respect, mm-hmm. I respect that. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm in the tank for CBW. Nice. And if you're listening, I, I live I live very close. I go there all the time. So you could <laughs> sponsor us by now or do it we're doing it for free. So um Imagine what we would do for money. Yes, imagine what we would do for money. But they have great they have great burgers, so try try their burgers. Mark, if there was some if you could redo this tournament, if you could reseed or put in I guess putting in another place would mean taking something out. But mm-hmm. if, if you could it was there like a, a big oversight where you're like, oh, shit, I should have we should could have whatever, done this, that, the other yeah. thing. The one that really came to mind during the tournament was Costas on Hurdle. People fucking like Every time I walk by that place, it's just like packed to the brim, and there's people oh, yeah. waiting for a table. So I would have done their like chicken souvlaki. It's I mean I love their food too. I just when we were trying to come up with shit, I just you know we I, we knew we were gonna leave something off, but I would say Costas, dude. You should do a Greek it, diner bracket. I know that's a good idea. Yeah. That's a really good idea. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's tr- that's that's uh, that's nice. I, I love seeing that like family tree of all the Greek restaurants in Buffalo. I don't know if you guys have seen that. Yeah, it's seen it's, it. it's yeah. insane. Right. They're all like the same people. Right. Like uh, four uh, or five families. You better right? you better do it soon because because uh, when it, Lancaster, the Garden View wants to turn into like a, a mixed use building. Right. Really? Really? Yeah, they want to yeah uh, the owner of Garden View is like uh, he wants to tear it down and build like a four story building in Lancaster <laughs> with like apartments on the top three floors and like, commercial space on the first floor. No oh, shit man. Classic all those five-story buildings on transit road in lancaster <laughs> <laughs> so so what about you guys did you notice anything that wasn't on it that you would have included well we mentioned it's tough because like something from wax light should have been on but True. they changed their menu that, all the time exactly that we, so, we like, talked about wax light that, and, and that's, exactly. a, that's a tough thing with a lot of the top end restaurants in Left buffalo bank right is that because they're doing seasonal stuff mm-hmm. They don't necessarily have a like black sheep. Like the the one dish they have really is is well. I, I guess there's, there's two dishes that I, I associate with black sheep a lot. Mm-hmm. The sticky toffee pudding, absolutely 100. percent It's my favorite thing in the city of Buffalo. Dessert <laughs> or main or Love whatever. That. Love that. Or the hash rules everything around me on for the brunch. Nice. The harem. Love that. So like those are the t- like two signature dishes that they they do. Nice. Like, yeah, it's tough because. A lot of the the, the what are considered higher end restaurants, the, mm-hmm. the nicer restaurants, yeah. do have a changing menu. They you mm-hmm. can, you can't always get the wing like you can always get wings it, at Barbell. Yeah, exactly. That, it was we didn't include that much stuff. Like we didn't even include like a steak, which I that was another hindsight. I'll, I'll say to that. Like I wish we would have included at least one fillet or whatever even and i know that probably would have moved on just based on that name alone or um we just like i think the fanciest restaurant we had was like hutch's on there Mm -hmm. we didn't we didn't spend a lot of time on the fancier places which yeah and also um like we got a nice uh like critical or constructive criticism like we didn't have a lot of 
like soul food and a lot of black owned stuff on it um or black owned restaurants on it mm-hmm. um and it was honestly super eye-opening and we've been trying to make a better effort ever since yeah. so because well, one of the other things that i thought of uh when i lived in the city uh one of the first meals i took my parents to mm-hmm. and actually i couldn't take him to i had to have it delivered because he had a different place then mm-hmm. was freddie j's chicken and waffles oh, it's amazing. with the red velvet waffles mm-hmm. And the actual mm-hmm. maple syrup mm-hmm. and the yeah. fresh Irish cream butter. Oh yeah, uh, bro- fried chicken. Brothers is they are making some of the best food I've ever tasted. It, it is a very underrated restaurant. I don't like to use that word because it's very overused to this point. <laughs> but my God, Brothers is underrated. It's amazing. They have a new space too. So anyone listening, check them out. Super good food. I'm I'm gonna throw in the Allentown bias here for stuff that I I would have included. Mm-hmm. Cafe Fifty Nine. You Love could that place. You yeah. could definitely put. Any of their subs, but I, I think a dish that they do that's pretty unique is the polenta wings. Okay, nice. which have, have you had? Have you had those? No, I've just had their chicken finger sub, which Dude. was on the bracket at least. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, oh, the, the, their sub was on the bracket. Yeah, chicken but finger. it's oh, okay. okay though. I, I'm, what, what what are those? Yeah, the, what are the wings? The polenta wing. They're just polenta, but they they basically like fry them up and gotcha. put them in hot sauce and yeah, butter. Yeah, so I, I would I would I would imagine what they probably do is they probably make the polenta ahead of time, cool it, which reduces the water content on it, mm-hmm. and then you can also chop it up better and then mm-hmm. fry it. Gotcha. But I, I forgot you guys actually had them on the bracket. So all right, strike that from the record. And then also Buffalo Tika House. Yes, they're they're my jam. I I, I would have liked to see more. Uh, you know, like. Indian places or like Mediterranean places on there too. Completely fair. Completely so. fair. I, I actually I ordered from there on DoorDash a good amount. Hell yeah, um, me too. I've had their their naan, their garlic naan, and I know it's like a oh. basic dish, whatever. No, it's fucking so good. It's the best so naan I've good. ever had. It's not even close. But so my thing was is like because I sent her like fucking pizza and wings mm-hmm. or Ted's hot dogs. <laughs> yes. Like if they're gonna be on there, <laughs> yeah. Why isn't other stuff that's essentially takeaway like butter block on there? Yeah, I, you know what? Or but, barrel but, and brine, absolutely. And we're he, I fucking we're all big butter block fans. I, we probably should have done the pop tart. Like honestly, oh, I just so I just good. had their Oreo too. Their Oreos mm. are uh, so good. They have this French onion. Um, I think it's Danish. It's uh, it's it's amazing. Mm. I, I I know you're right. I and that's what's tough. It's just that there's only sixty four right, spots. Sure. There's only right, sixty four yeah. spots. And like I want to include the places that I know are active on twitter which obviously helps our you know our bracket seo baby exactly exactly like and and so yeah having three or four wing places and leaving out you know some indian places like it it just it can't please everyone we attack you because we love you we 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 love it we love it gives us something to be mad about (laughs) and uh and and talk about so Right. You know what? And I'll even announce this here. What we're gonna we're retiring Barbell from future tournaments. They've won five. They're gonna win every tournament they're in at this point. So we're gonna put him in our Buffalo Weeds Hall of Fame. Um. So yeah, there you go. They're, they'll probably be retired from like future tournaments because it's it's not really fun, <laughs> right? They're. I mean, they're damn good. You know, exactly. you can't take away from them. No. They're a worthy winner. And they. Yeah. It was funny. They barely even like tweeted about it or talked about it and they just ran the floor they, they're like 25 and 0 in our tournaments it's fucking ridiculous it's amazing again like we talked about carbones and sizzles but like mm-hmm. it's so funny where you're like oh sizzles they got like the social media presence they mm-hmm. blah 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 they lost to a carbones who doesn't really uh, you know they're mm-hmm. out there on social media but like yeah. it's just like i know it's, it's wild it is wild it, it is, is wild. wild but no the tournament honestly it's great just like any anything of no real consequence in life that you can yell about, yeah. it's it's a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> it, see, we had a brutal January in Buffalo between the bills and the fucking snow yeah. and the plows, and it was just just something to do. And then our next tournament, best fish fry, 
First week of Lent, we're going to launch that. Oh. Not going to be 64. It'll probably be 16 to 32, but I'm very excited for that. You got a favorite? You got a favorite fish fry fry place? Uh, you know what? There was this place called El City in Lackawanna, but they closed like last year, and I love that because there was like a hay burner, um, like breaded or I don't know what it was, but it was it was really fucking good. But Gene McCarthy's is amazing. Wycheck yes. or we checks, however yeah. you pronounce it. I, Polish people will kill you. That, Ryan is about to I'm jump sorry, out. Of I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're fine. That's actually on my. I haven't personally eaten there. Wycheks? Oh. I know. You're, you're wrong about that because Polish people all the time are used to people mispronouncing their names, like myself. Right. <laughs> so it's okay. They're very lenient about it. At least I'm self-aware. I'm sorry. Right. I, I'll pronounce it correctly. <laughs> it's, it's all good. Um, but no, I, I really, really want to check that place out. I've just mm-hmm. heard so many good things. Right. Well, also the Polish pronunciation changes depending on who's in charge, the Russians or the yeah. Germans. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's true. Oh. Wecheks is baller, but I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited for... For that bracket, so listeners, stay tuned to Buffalo Eats on Twitter for that. But before before we get to the promo stuff, all right, so Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. you're listening. It's come and gone, okay? <laughs> you fucked up. You messed up. You did not get reservations like us because, again, we are beautiful geniuses here at the Square Podcast. <laughs> we, always, we always do it right, and we got our reservations, and we will be enjoying a fine meal, not for $69, but a fine meal at the <laughs> Lennox with Tara Sullivan. But Correct. you, listener, we're here to help you, okay? We want, we, you messed up, your significant other's looking at you like, I don't know if this is really working out. Mark, we mm-hmm. we got to figure out a date spot. You messed or, up. Or val- maybe you just don't want to go out because you don't want the limited menu and you don't want the crowd. Yeah, okay. So you wait and wait until the following. Right, right, mm-hmm. right. You can say that. You can but say that, that. That's that's the beginning of an <laughs> am I the asshole post on Reddit. Yep. No, just just tell your girlfriend that you knew Valentine's Day was going to be packed and yeah. you wanted to plan this all along the week after. Right. So I there's like three places I have in mind that I love going on dates. Um, And I know. I'm a local playboy in Buffalo. Everyone, oh, everyone knows this guy. I go on hundreds of dates a year. You see them all around, different different dame every weekend. Exactly. No, I'll start off. There's a place right by my house called Daniela. Have any of you guys oh, been yeah. there? No. Amazing. Yeah, Amazing Italian food. Super, like, you know, it's intimate and, like, darker. And it awesome, awesome place. It's even a great place to go if you just want a little gelato. Exactly. They they have they have all the stuff they do takeout like it's a lunch place even. Um, I would say Daniela. But then my other two places I love going to like, I, I don't know. I like going to both of these. Um, I like to start at Marble and Rye. Mm-hmm. Um, I they have a new, a new menu, really cool new setup. Ever since like COVID, they kind of got fucked over. Um, so they kind of had to pivot and just do a bunch of new stuff. Um, really recommend their pizza, their Detroit style pizza. They do a Bolognese pizza. It's amazing. It's it's some of the best pizza I've ever had. And then I amazing cocktails there, but then Lucky Day Whiskey Bar. Not sure if you guys ever go there. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. oh that that is my favorite date spot. It's like, you know, there's candles and it's, you get the up, if you go upstairs, like you have like, it's just private. It's really, really nice. The ambiance. Right. It's, exactly. It's it. Lucky Day does that building right where mm-hmm. Century Grill underserved it. Definitely. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. Okay, so you so you messed up you messed up Valentine's Day, but there's still hope for you at, at Daniela. You can take them to Lucky Day, uh, Marble and Rye. I mean, mm-hmm. these are these are all great spots here, Mark. I guess Lucky Day you go there for drinks after too. Exactly. Is, there, is there? But is there another spot like? Uh, all right, so you, you've salvaged your your relationship <laughs> or your your budding <laughs> connection with somebody. The dinner was great. Uh, Lucky Day's on there. Where would you take them for drinks? Drinks. Graylin, very and because you got the Graylin and you got fatty beer. So if they're not like mm. a gin fan, you got the beer place right there as well. I forgot what street it's on, but it's right downtown. 
So I like those for drinks. I mean, and even though, you know what, like, it's not fancy, completely opposite type of place, Mr. Goodbar, you can get a table there, and you can sit in the corner, and you can have your own conversation, and you could play darts if you want, you can watch TV. I I actually kind of like, like taking a first date there, um, just because it's like, you know, it's casual, and you don't have to get super, like, dressed up or fancy, and it's just, like, kind of laid back, and I, I like, I really, really like Mr. Goodbar. I think it's pretty underrated. I agree with you, actually. I like Goodbar quite a bit. It's nice. I'm a fan. What about you guys? Where do you, where do you take your dates? So, well, <laughs> I, last time I went on a date, I went to Duende, and they got <laughs> annihilated there. <laughs> wow, I haven't been to Duende in a long time. The, uh, the, I missed that. We were doing free shots of tequila with the bartender. Oh, classic. <laughs> and I, I'm a big guy. I can handle a couple of shots <laughs> while I'm drinking. Like I was, I, I was drinking the uh, ruby red grapefruit. <sighs> That's the best beer in the world. Yes. Uh, uh, however, best. however, my date was like five foot tall and like 105 pounds <laughs> three shots and a couple of glasses of wine and they were like woo see you later <laughs> dude we should all go to du- dude have you been um i went last year to the torn space they do like uh the, like yeah. the art performance oh, thing sure. over there obviously do have you ever heard of this mark the I, fucking torn space like i don't know so torn space like an art collective and they do like every year they have like, a performance art piece. Nice. Last year was kind of like the history of sports, but it was very midsummer vibe. <laughs> but like people are like dressed up in weird costumes. It's it's really weird performance art, but it's really cool. Nice. But it's right down there. Cool. And uh, went to do one day afterwards for drinks. So we'll we'll all go we'll all go to the torn space production mm-hmm. this we'll year live podcast live yeah, po- that, that'd be funny <laughs> that'd be funny do a collaboration yeah yeah so that's that's what i think of whenever i think of duende also i feel like you know people don't talk about masuda chows as much but if oh, I, and sure. I haven't been on a date in a few years and, mm-hmm. a, and adrian doesn't actually like masuda chows but um uh, they've got good food they've got good food yeah. it's like a it's a different, um, you know, it's like a different thing. Yeah, no, when when they first opened, I I, I don't know if it was because I was like, you know, younger, but um, I always viewed it as like a bar, like just like a bar going out place. But then as the years go on, I'm like, oh, fuck, they actually make legit food. Legit. <laughs> so I, yeah, that's a that's a great call out. And Tutan, obviously a great date spot. Just there for our anniversary on uh, Friday night. Yeah. You'll love that. I myself, I like um, I like to go in these places in Buffalo that are like time capsules. Nice. I, I knew this was where he was going. <laughs> all right. All right. So that's why I love. I think I love Rohal so much. That's that's one place I like to go for drinks. But uh, say you're taking Kel. No, no, no. I no. said date spot, dog. I, I'm getting there. Jesus Christ! <laughs> can I can I segue into it a little bit? <laughs> Thank sure, you. Sure. Kel and I, my wife, mm-hmm. we um we stumbled into this place. We're like, let's try it. Uh, one Valentine's where I forgot to make reservations, and uh, it's Faso's on Niagara Street, this casual Italian place. We go in there, and it's like a time capsule. The place hasn't changed since, I don't know, it's probably 50 years, 40, mm-hmm. 50 years. We go in, and I'm assuming he's the owner, old guy, comes in and, and uh, gives every woman a rose. And it was just <laughs> like this beautiful thing. We got the old-style bottle of wine and that was in a weaved basket that type of thing and it was just like you know and it wasn't crazy expensive and it was just very nice it was it's just and i think there was jeopardy on the tv in the corner i loved it i love that well Mm -hmm. i'm hungry as fuck i don't know about you guys (laughs) yeah we and and, yeah we got some wing nuts wings 
for I've our guests. I've been really wanting to try them. Like, I yeah. the bar, oh, it's your first time trying wing nuts? Yeah, the bar. Yeah. I, I just have seen it from the barstool guys mm. when they posted about it, and mm. they looked fucking amazing. We almost didn't get them, so I called and it rang ten times, I, and they said uh, yeah. order on Facebook Messenger. I messaged, and there was like an automatic message <laughs> <That's hilarious>. saying <laughs> they were sold out for the Super Bowl. About two minutes go by, and they say, "Oh, we just had a cancellation. You're going to get your wings today." Wow, it was the luckiest I felt in, in Fuck months. Yeah, let's yeah. go. Yeah, yeah, I'm ready. I'm so. ready. So we're going to go eat some wings in just a second, but Mark Goodwin, Buffalo Eats, man. Thanks for joining us here at the square, chopping it up, man. Where can, all right. So obviously you can be found at, at Buffalo Eats. Mm -hmm. Where is that? Is that the account you want to put out there? You want your personal account? You want anything out there? Uh, I think my, my at's M Goodweeks. My last name is Goodwin four. So if you want to tag me in that and then we can, that's a very, that's a very auto generated Gmail. It it is. It's absolutely a Gmail at thing. I created when I was like 16 or something. So whatever. Um, But yeah, no, follow me there. I make stupid fucking jokes all the time and it's fun. I just tweeted the other day. I want to, Roll off the sand piles next to the skyway when I die. So yeah, that, that's that's the content I'm gonna I'm gonna put out there. Well, we love having you, man. We'll definitely have you back on. It's a great time. Sure, we love talking about food, so sure that will never stop. So <laughs> might as well have buffalo eats. And um, yeah, thanks for joining us at the square, guys. We got anything else before we roll out of here and go uh, devour some wings? No, I, I'm so hungry. Go All right, go Bengals. Go Bengals. Go, go Bengals. Thanks for having me on. Really appreciate it. All right, man. Thank Anytime. you. Bye. screen.